from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Nobody in the ACC is benefiting more from the, the parity in the middle of the conference as much as NC State. Nobody. Because NC State has taken a really long time to find themselves this season. Right, they, they've, and, and we had an idea that it might take some time. I don't think we had an idea it would take this long for State. But coming into the year, the, the number one question we had, and we talked with uh, you know extensively about it at ACC tip-off, is they had a bunch of new faces. Seven transfers. And then as the season went along, they kept adding and adding and adding reasons for us to bring it up again. Cam Woods becomes eligible. Ooh, that's going to shake up everyone's roles again. MJ Rice. MJ Rice becomes available after the injury. That's going to shake up everyone's role. MJ Rice not available anymore because of the injury. That's going to shake up everyone's role. Not having the amount of success you wanted to have in the ACC after a 5-1 and one start. So you actually maybe having a ton of success made you think everyone's role was solidified. Then all of a sudden you, you start losing a bit more and it, there's a shakeup, right? Now there's... Dennis Parker Jr. playing a bunch. Now he's not playing as much. DJ Burns playing a bunch. Now he's not playing as much. Michael O'Connell not playing as much. Now he's playing a bunch. Jaden Taylor not playing as much. Now he's playing a bunch. Roles are changing by the day, right? If your name's not DJ Horn or Casey Morsell, your role has changed multiple times throughout this year for the NC State Wolfpack. Yet because of the like the the lack of a, a very well defined hierarchy in the conference, right? So some years there's you know there's the best team, there's the second best team, there's the third best team, there's the fourth best team, and their records all kind of indicate that. Mm-hmm. Because there isn't that, there's like UNC and Duke, then a small gap, then everybody else. Right now, NC State's tied for fifth in the ACC. They're seven and six. They're tied with Clemson, Pitt. Florida State. That's for for what they've gone through. That's a win, right? For for being seven and six in the ACC to be right there in the thick of it. We relatively recently uh, seriously asked the question if NC State was on their way to being in, in the Tuesday games at the ACC tournament. That wasn't a crazy question to ask. Not that long ago. If they finish strong, there's a pretty straightforward path to not playing until Thursday. Think about that. Nobody is benefiting from the fact that there's there's just nobody grabbing the bull by the horns in the middle of the ACC as much as NC State. They can continue on this journey to find themselves. They can continue on this journey to decide how do you best dis- divide up the minutes and how do you best support DJ Burns when he's out there and how do you best support whoever else is out there when you have to move Burns to the bench. Like There, there are roles that are being defined still. If you ask any college basketball coach in the country, they're going to tell you they wish by mid-February that you would know kind of what you have, and it's just about polishing and, and getting better and executing better, but you know what you have, right? You know who your shooters are. You know who your big minutes guys are. You know who who's your 
uh, rotation in the post, and you know where you go when your post player gets in foul trouble. Like, all of that is is decided by mid-February. State doesn't have that, and maybe it's because of the new guys. Maybe it's because the ins and the outs of the eligibility. You know, this guy's in, now oh, he's in, and then he's out. Maybe that's why. That didn't allow anything to, like, completely gel. But they're still in the thick of it in the ACC. Like I said, if they finish strong, and I know they're coming off two losses, which I've described as bad losses, Pitt and Wake, like I, I, if, 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 if they turned it around in this one week off, they have seven games left. If they finish strong, they could be a Thursday team. DJ Horn is averaging 26.5 points per game over the last four games. They play Clemson tomorrow. Joe Girard, who's kind of the perimeter scorer for for Clemson, is going to have a hard time keeping up with and matching what DJ Horn has been doing if he shows up the way he's been showing up. Right? The game against Wake, uh, which they lost, DJ Horn had 31 points. Well, the the flip side of that coin is Hunter Salas was in the 30s also for Wake Forest. I'm not sure Clemson has a, a, a perimeter player that's going to be as down to go shot for shot with DJ Horn if he's playing like he's been playing the last four games. And then Clemson has P.J. Hall. I feel like there's been like ha- all of the, the really big games for teams in the triangle have either been against another team in the triangle, Wake Forest, another mm-hmm. team in North Carolina, or Clemson. I feel like every single time there's a big game, it's like, and P.J. Hall's on the other. We, we talk about P.J. Hall so much. He's the, the second-leading scorer in the ACC. He's a, a big dude that with a perimeter skill set. Uh, I think he's low-key playing himself into like a second-round pick in the, the NBA uh, draft. He's, he's a really good player. Well, ironically enough, the five schools that you mentioned, the four here in the state of North Carolina plus Clemson, are five of the top six schools in the ACC right now. And UVA? UVA and Clemson. Yeah, right there, but Pitt also 7-6, and six. FSU 7-6. and six. Here's the hard part about Clemson and P.J. Hall, who I think we know very well for, for the reason we just described. Um, here's what I think adds the wrench into the, the game plan for uh, State. I think it's not a D.J. Burns game. I think Diara and Middlebrooks, the, the other two bigs for NC State, are better set up to guard Hall. And and a lot of times Clemson will go with Hall kind of, you know, he's a four really, and, and they can play him with a, a true big. But if they have him out there without a true big, like without a, a more traditional center, I'm not sure where you put DJ Burns on, on defense. You can't expect him to guard PJ Hall. So maybe you play him with Diara and try to hide, you know, hide him on on somebody else, but it's Clemson has <laughs> Clemson has two guys when they're really scoring the ball. They have other guys that are good rebounders. They have good defensive perimeter guys. But when they're really scoring the ball at a high level, it's Joe Girard and it's P.J. Hall. You can't afford to have a mismatch on one of those two guys. I don't think you'll have a problem matching up with Girard because you have some talented perimeter guys. You have a depth at perimeter. But but you got to make sure you can't, you're not getting caught with, with a, a below-average defender on P.J. Hall. Just can't do it. So I think this might be one of the games where we turn around at the end, DJ Burns played 15 minutes or less. Which we've seen as of late. Not most recently, because you know if he's the hot hand on offense, you're going to let him keep playing. But we've seen him play 13 minutes in a game. 
which is something that I don't think NC State was planning on at the beginning of the year. Again, roles changing. The drive with Tim Donnelly, 99-9 the fan. Let me ask you something real fast. Oh, I like questions. And throw you on the spot on this one. NC State has seven games left. Yes. Right now their record is 15 and six overall in the season, from correctly, fifteen and six. Yes, I'm oh, sorry, fifteen and nine, yeah, seven, seven and six. And six in the and, yeah, I was like, wait a second. They, yeah, I got my sixes and my nines mixed up. Lost to BYU, Ole Miss. Anyway, keep going. Seven games left, including obviously at Clemson. They have Syracuse, Boston College, Florida State, Carolina, Duke, Pitt. If they run the table, they make it to the NCAA tournament. They I, win these next seven. They go to twenty-two and nine with wins at. North Carolina, quad one, home against Duke at Clemson, which should be a quad one win as well. Did, mm, Is that I enough? I don't think that's enough. I think they then have to also make waves in the ACC tournament. Okay, well, they would be on Thursday. They, 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 this would, would, yeah, they would advance. They'd be one of the top four teams of the conference. I, it, it may be you have to beat either Duke or North Carolina again in the ACC tournament. I, I just don't think it's enough. I think you've dug yourself a big enough hole. Uh, I mean, you know, I always talk about the the resume slides mm-hmm. uh, when you on on Selection Sunday, the lead up to actual Selection Sunday. They put up the graphic. Uh, you know, let's look at some of the bubble teams, Jay Billis, and and Seth Greenberg's like, yeah, let's look at them. And then it pops up, and and it has good wins, bad losses. Right now for State, the good wins. I mean, you would have to have – it would be whatever they have from this point forward. So, in your hypothetical, it would be Duke, North Carolina, and probably Clemson. They beat Wake at home. They beat Virginia as well. Yeah, okay. We'll throw Virginia. It would be Duke, UNC, and Virginia. And then the uh, the the bad losses would be, I don't know, two or three screens worth. <laughs> like, it, it would be – you'd be able to list them, right? It's like, ah, they lost to uh, Virginia Tech at home. They lost to, to Syracuse. They lost to – uh, BYU, Ole Miss. They, I mean, the Tennessee would be, I guess, a good loss. Uh, Pittsburgh, like they, they would just. I think they need to to not only finish very, very, very strong in their final seven games, but they'd also have to make waves in the ACC tournament if they want to get to the NCAA tournament. Okay, just want to throw that out there at you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Wake Forest at UVA tomorrow. It feels like – I feel like I'm making the same speech for every ACC game. Yeah. Very pivotal for Wake Forest. Uh-huh. They are at, at a point where they've been – let's just call a spade a spade. They've, they've been uh, dilly-dallying a little bit, right? Portis and the herring, they've been herring a little bit. 
What I mean by that is Wake Forest is a good team. I'm confident to say that. Wake Forest is a team that might have to squeak into the NCAA tournament, but I would be very, very worried if my favorite team faced Wake Forest in the NCAA tournament after they squeak in. Right, if they if they're an 11 seed that has to play in Dayton in the first four games, and and they win and come out of that 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 bracket, I would be terrified to play them in the 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 first or second round. But at the same time, they've been losing games, right? At the same time, they've lost a bunch of games that they they shouldn't have, and they're gonna like it, if Wake Forest misses the tournament. If Wake Forest doesn't make the NCAA tournament, that's going to be one that sticks with these guys, and I hate to say this, for the rest of their lives, right? Every athlete has a couple games, a season, uh, right, a series. They have something that, you know, 20 years from now, they're going to be going like, how did we not win that? Oh, uh, um, uh, CJ Stroud is is making the rounds with all the media. I don't know what he's promoting. Maybe he's just on like a, hey, I was rookie of the year, everybody wants to talk to me deal. Um, but he was talking with Fred Taylor and and uh, on their podcast, the Pivot Podcast. And uh, C.J. Stroud got twisted up into a big pretzel, and they, they asked him why he never won a national championship at Ohio State. He, he, he went into like, well, you guys know the best team doesn't always win, and it's only three, five, five, four, five years, and and you know, uh, 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 and you could tell it was just he's going like, no, I know we were good and we should have won, and we just didn't. And twenty years from now, he might have Super Bowls, he might have NFL MVPs, he might be the king of Houston, and he's still going to have to sit there and go. Well, what had happened was it was a, a really tough game in, in Georgia, and ah. It didn't happen. Wake Forest on a lesser scale, because it's not like national championships are on the line, but if they don't make the NCAA tournament, they're going to look back at the 2023-2024 season and go, well, you see, we had these we had these big we, – we had really good post players. Oh, so your your perimeter wasn't good? No, see, we actually we actually had three super legit perimeter scores. Yeah. What was – so did you not have any defensive? No, we had a seven-foot rim protector. Uh – I don't know how we didn't make the NCAA tournament. What, did you win on the road? Well, eh, see, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we were the better team, but we no, we didn't win. We were undefeated at home. It's it's. It feels like they're in desperation mode to not have to live with that regret. You know what this is? And, and you know, Steve Forbes is an interesting dude, right? Their head coach, he, he marches to the beat of his own drum. Uh, and you can tell that in interviews. You can tell that in press conferences. Big fan of his. He's he he makes it. I mean, I think everyone in the media is a big fan of his because he makes it a bit. You know, it's not just coach speak, coach speak, coach speak. You he, ask. He tells it to you straight. You ask. Hey, Efton Reed had a horrendous foul coming out of half. What happened? He doesn't just go. Well, you know, we we would have rather he he not picked up that foul, but it's it's an aggressive game, and he's out there trying to make a play for us. No, he's like. Yeah, I yelled at him more than I've ever yelled at him in the in the post game. Like he 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 just he's more honest. With that being said, you know what voice I might bring in if I were Wake Forest? I might bring in like a a 30 35 year old alum. I might or maybe a little, might, maybe like an Al Farouk Aminu. Right? Maybe a Jeff Teague. 
right? I'm, when, when I look at, at Wake Forest, you need to bring in somebody that can tell these guys, you only get four of these. Four, five, six, I don't know, with COVID extra years and the weird red shirt rules. You only get 12 college seasons. Now, you should only have four, right? You get five to play four. You only get four of these, and, and if you have a team you think can make some waves and you don't make the NCAA tournament, you will never forget it. So take care of business at UVA. Because guess what you need desperately? Dennis brought it up. You need a road win. You need a, a signature road win. You need a road win, quad one win. You need a road win over a ranked team. And I know UVA is, quote, unquote, only number 21, and they've lost since that ranking came out, so they probably won't be ranked on Monday. But as of right now, they're number 21 in the country, and you're playing them in their house. You go in and get that win, it could literally be the difference between you making the NCAA tournament as the last team in or are you missing the NCAA tournament as the first team out? Which right now is where Joe Lenardi has you in bracketology. The very first team out. Mm-hmm. Not first four out, not next four out. Like, the first team to miss out. Which is brutal, by the way. I mean, that's – you don't, you almost don't even want – like, if you get cut from your, your basketball team, and then the coach is like, I just want to let you know, you were the last cut, you were the <laughs> hardest one. We could only keep 12. You're lucky number 13. You're like, don't tell me that. <laughs> I knew I should have made that one left-handed layup. That would have been the difference. Like, then you're just you're torturing yourself. If Wake Forest wants to avoid that torture, win tomorrow versus UVA. You're fourth in the ACC right now, sitting at eight and five, but Clemson, Pitt, NC State, and Florida State are all seven and six. You can't afford to drop one that, that's, that you can win. Because they're nipping on your heels. And then, now that we've gotten through all of that, it's still UVA. Yeah. It's still like Wake versus UVA. The reason why I described it as fire and water, they are complete opposites. How many times when we have cons and cons, we do confidence and concerns. What are you most confident? What are you most concerned about? How many times this year of, of the entire season, Dennis, do you think your concern for Wake Forest was their defense? Uh, most. How many times do you think in the last 20 years your concern for UVA would have been defense? None. Exactly. Exactly. Wake Forest usually, unless they have a weird cold shooting night uh, like they had against, uh, what was it, Duke. Was it Duke? I think it was Duke. When, when, Sh- when Shire was saying, like, we played great defense, and then Wake was like, we're just missing open shots. Yeah, that was Monday. Uh, that, yeah, that was Monday was- against Duke. Usually, Wake can score if they if they get good looks, except for those weird one-off games like that one. Uh, UVA is and will always be about defense. The, the, the These matchups, where it's so obviously strength on strength, they don't happen as often in basketball, right? Because it's, it's much more fluid, right? If you have a great player, you can be great on offense and defense. It happens a lot more in football, where you have a team that's like, we average 45 points per game. And then you have a defense coming in that play against them. They're like, we give up nine points per game. And it's just like, ooh, strength versus strength, right? There was a couple of those with NC State this year because NC State was so defense-focused and Tony Gibson had them playing so well. They go up against you know a, a team with an NFL quarterback, like, I don't know, their rival, Drake May. And, uh, and it's very much like, ooh, strength versus strength. This is going to be fun. Wake Forest versus UVA is strength versus strength. This should be fun. Get the win. You need the win. Get the win. 
dare I say, pivotal. Pivotal. Pivotal game for Wake Forest, everybody. That's the crazy thing with Wake is that they're 8-5. and five. All five of those losses have come on the road. Which is why a game like tonight is even more pivotal, or tomorrow is even yeah, more pivotal. It's just, and, but they've lost some two good teams because all the teams that are what seven and six in the conference are better. Just, we don't but, know if they're good or not. They're middle of the pack. They are, but you win this one, you're only one game back in the win column of Virginia, the team that you're playing tomorrow. You're only one game back. That's for another the third reason why it's so pivotal is because you're against one of the teams you're chasing. Yep, it's another reason why it's pivotal. I want I want Hunter Salas to show me something against Reese Beekman. I think they'll put Beekman on him. Beekman might be the best defensive player in the ACC. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.